You are now listening to Mood Ring Radio, and today we continue a series called The Homies Make Music, where we talk to the homies about the music they make. I'm Soft Spoken, and today I'm joined by the homies Vero and PB, also known as Introverted Funk. Girl, you complicated. Clinging to yourself, you know it's best, Introverted Funk is a duo based in Los Angeles inspired by R&B, electronic, neo-soul, and Latin sounds. Together, they've created their unique vibe that's inclusive for all cats to be free without judgment or label. Welcome, Introverted Funk. How y'all feeling? What's good? (laughs) So, um, yeah, so y'all were telling me earlier that it's been been like a wild 24 hours. What what have you been doing in the last 24 hours? Yeah, so we uh, drove all the way to Vegas because we have a single being released on Monday. Yeah, so it's a single uh, called Shinichiro, um, and it's a song about uh, Shinichiro Watanabe, which is one of our favorite anime directors. He made like mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop, Space Dandy, uh, Samurai Shampoo. Carol but, um, and Tuesday. Carol and Tuesday, but um, what we did is that we got a couple, put a couple looks together for the, from the homie Shaman, and we basically drove out to Vegas, found a couple places that we're really cool. We use a 360 camera and like, you know, take advantage of the, of the Vegas lights, you know? And yeah, just busted a whole all-nighter, left, got there at what, like 6 p.m. Started shooting around like eight o'clock from like to 12. We left at one o'clock. We had Del Taco, which I haven't had in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was super gorilla style too. And luckily like we got away with a lot so that's yeah. exciting like because we yeah. don't have permits you know so yeah there, there was one casino that we were shooting in front of for a cool minute like so we're using the 360 camera so it looked like we were just doing selfies and stuff like that because it's a, like a small little it's camera like a gopro but then the the homegirl she, she pulled out her her, her portable lights and security guard came out he's like i'm sorry guys but you got 10 seconds and then you got to stop we don't allow professional photography so like we, we we got some good pictures in, but then when he gave us the 10 seconds, they started <laughs> counting down like it's like 10. Counting down. Right. Hey, we're like, and then and we're like, and then like we're like scrabbling to like make the last little video, you know. Like, <laughs> and that last video is probably like super funny because we look super awkward, you know. We're probably like, okay, we gotta get into. I think your hat fell. Oh yeah, try to do that. I bust like a little move, and then like my hat fell. I was like, oh no, you know. I really want to yeah. see that out. Like just just that part. Me too. Wow. Yeah, it was really fun though. That's what's up. Kind of in that same vein, like you know, talked about kind of like staying creative. Like that's something important to do. Like what has been the life of creativity in 2020? How's this year impacted you personally as artists? For us. You know, like our whole thing was live performances. So, I mean, we barely had a lot of content out because we didn't really, I mean, we were getting booked for shows a lot. Um, It was something that we knew we had to do before the lockdown happened. We knew that we had to like, kind of stop playing some shows and put more content out there because we, we had like some plugs in LA, but we wanted to like, kind of broaden ourselves more into more places to, you know, potentially get booked out, outward. Um, But 
yeah, we've had to just adjust and change everything. And pretty much we're just trying to uh, release everything and create more um, content. Yeah, content essentially. So I directed a video, he's about to direct a video. So we're just kind of uh, messing with different mediums and uh, yeah, just having to create and, and, and be, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like a- And be in the moment and yeah. kind of let, letting it go. Cause I think um, we met somebody this year that told us, you know, gave us some really good advice. And he's like, yeah, man, he's like, whatever you make, just put it out, man. Cause he was like, cause he's a, he's an older cat. And he was like, like, yeah, man. He's like, dude, like I have albums and stuff from like, you know, from my made, like, you know, from 20 years of making music. And he's like, yeah, man, this stuff's not put out. Now it just sits like it's great music. Uh, now it just sits, man. And so it's like, it's my, my biggest advice to you guys, like, just put it out, man. Like, like, don't sit on it, you know, don't hide it from the world. And that's something that I think that we were kind of doing a little bit. Like we just mm -hmm. had a lot of originals and like, that nobody knows like you can come to our shows you can get used to them but like yeah so we're just trying to release a lot of content and um be a hella creative and out, and out of the box and explore different mediums that we might have not been able to right now like a lot of people are like oh i, I need a lot of money i need a high budget i need a lot of stuff yeah, i gotta spend five thousand on a video yeah and, and sometimes like we we're not doing that i would like to do that in the future but you know we have to just fuck it make something with your iphone like make something like use your friends a lot of people want to create right now so yeah like like uh our, the video that we just dropped we notion we made that probably under like 300 dollars, man the props crazy visuals by the way Thank amazing you, man um the paint that we used to paint the wall like <laughs> But yeah, we, we just used our living room and just painted that and went and got like a bunch of like fake flowers and stuff and just, you know, used our imagination. So that was really cool. Yeah, our definitely mm -hmm. our, like our biggest secret weapon right now in terms of uh, creating like sets is this place called Moscatels. It's in downtown LA and like near the set in Santiago. And it's cool because they sell seasonal props. So they still sell for every season. Whether it's and it's always like 70% off for that season. So like it's tight because you can get like a bunch of deals. Rather, fake flowers, yeah. fake grass. And I think I say, depending on the season, it's like a, it'll, it'll relate to that color. Um, so right now, if we were to go there, like they have like Christmas and 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 like a Halloween stuff and November Thanksgiving stuff. For, like, That's for dope. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. We definitely been trying to put all of our friends on, you know, who are trying to put together like a set, like and especially you know what's funny is that we take advantage of Santi Alley a lot, like in terms of buying fabrics, um, like th those are like it's like we're super lucky that we live here in LA and like that we're and you know we get to like experience that because I honestly I, in any other city I have no idea where if they have something like this, but man we're yeah, because we get to get like cheap fabrics and cheap props, it's like it helps out a lot yeah so. definitely and and being artists who don't have unlimited resources like I, I imagine like having those plugs those connects is like essential like we're not about to spend we don't have 20k yeah. to spend on a video or right or a location like location right. alone can mm -hmm. be when i do when i do <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. and and yeah again like i know i'm hyping up this video but it's amazing and um i i genuinely thought that y'all were like at a sound stage like that you were at an, in some studio i was like you, you said you're in your living room i was like where like a bit to your house like that's that can't be the case but like yeah i think i think that's 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 beautiful that's amazing and yeah. i want to so we're, we're we're right now in 2020 but i like to take it back to 
like the inception of introverted funk. So, you know, let's let's take it back. And, you know, this 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 sort of segment is what I like to call the come up, like what came to be what we now know as introverted funk. And so um, just starting with the beginning. So what was the origin of introverted funk and how did you form the name? So we're two separate humans. I'm from the Bay Area originally. He's from Los Angeles. And Number part. Yeah. Hey, I yo. came out here. Yeah. I Shout Hey, I came out here to create and just meet people. And so we were both on our separate journeys creatively. Um, And I feel that is important to this story because I feel every artist has to go through that alone. And you have a period of time where you're alone in your room and you are so focused on your craft that sometimes you don't give a fuck about nothing. You might not eat till three p.m. you might not shower like you're just so focused and so I kind of coined the term introverted funk in that way because a lot of artists can relate to that time where it's just like you don't even care about partying you don't even care like you're just so focused and I feel like we both kind of went through that time separately um well I was at the at the time kind of making my own beats and stuff and so I coined the term introverted funk and um Fast forward to when we met, we met at a coffee shop. I, we were, we're not cre- in, in a creative space whatsoever. We're just hustling, you know, at the I had, time. I had just quit. Um, I had one of those, uh, you seen Half Baked, you know, and he's like, uh, when he quits the record shop, and he's like, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. <clears throat> and you know, like, fucking, I fucking- I had that too, I think, because I was working at like re- a really shitty bar and I was like, fuck this, I'm not doing this shit anymore. And I went and traveled for a month and then I came back. And then we both ended up at this coffee shop and we're just working together. And I got asked to do a show and my producer that I was working with hella flaked on me, like, and I was like, hey, don't you play? Like, I'm like, hey, you play music, right? Hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you. What, like, are you. what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I need, I need help. Like, I, I had never even heard him play. No, I think I did hear you. No, play. you did. You came. Yeah, you came I went to a show. Ambiguous culture. I, yeah, show. I went to one of his ambiguous culture shows by myself because I, I was just alone. Mm. So I would, I love going to shows, and that's like something that we really bonded over. And right. and, like, and Danny, oh. can you can you let us know what ambiguous culture is? Yeah. Ambiguous culture is a project that me and my brother Vage, Andre Sinatra, and Drew. Andres, and Drew and the homie uh, Drew on the bass that we started together. And um, those are it's a really cool hip hop project, man. We explored a lot of themes, you know, talking about kind of the uh, we have a we have an EP called Calopsia, and um, like what the word Calopsia means, which is really cool. It talk, uh, it's a word that means a uh, like the state of, uh, of the world and the nation, like feeling kind of like, like a zeitgeist. And um, it was a really cool project. The, the, the project itself went on a hiatus because all three of us kind of decided that we wanted to go explore uh, some separate sounds, you know, but I, I still produce with my brother. I still write with Drew. He plays with me live and like- They're uh, still alive, I yeah. think. <laughs> it, it's like still there, but you know, we just want, I think we each wanted to go our own, like explore our own creative uh, or artistic endeavors. Right, right. Which we right open the lane for for y'all to create together as well, right? Yeah. So um. So yeah, I saw them play, and I was just like, "Yo, this fool is tight." Like, and then I, cause I knew, like, I I saw the the band, and I was just like, I also think that he's like arranging the music. I, you know, I felt like 
he was just doing a lot and it was just super tight like the sound that you were creating the way that you played guitar and sin you didn't play talk box then huh we started nah, doing that together yeah, we started doing that together because that's when i got into that but um yeah so i so she asked me for a show and she's like yo can you just come help out and i was like yeah sure um but this doesn't even include the part where we started dating because we actually just would <laughs> hang out a lot as friends. Yeah. And, and we just bonded over it. And our then, music, our music taste is what we really bonded over though. And like we would go just talk about music or listen to music for like hours. And we would uh even though we were both crushing on each other really hard, <laughs> like for instance, and like I really like metal a lot. So like she'd come over to my crib. I wouldn't cheat her like some like some regular, like you know, like a thought or anything like that. Like legit like I liked her a lot so like for instance she would spend she's like yeah can I spend a night I'd be like yeah sure man so I let her sleep on the couch you know and like every one time I throw a blanket at her you know I didn't even hand it to her you know that was the, I'm the romance here the, the, <laughs> the blanket just hit in, yeah, hit in the forehead <laughs> <laughs> and, um, like I don't think he likes me. What the fuck? <laughs> and so, but I, I, but I think the biggest thing is that I liked hanging out with them. Prior to that, I stayed out of a relationship for several years. Same. We were both like heavy like, single, just because we were hella focused on like you know what our tr- our dream. We want our dreams to come true. You know, and music is definitely mm-hmm. one of those things, and we're super uh, focused on that. So we were just kind of hesitant to d- dive into that. And I had never had a dope ass friend like that before. So it was kind of like there was a lot of hesitancy, but it was just something that needed to happen for sure. And that's that's amazing that you have that connection through music that like kind of was like like able to like have this friendship, be able to create, be able to be on the same page as creators as well and be able to be like, yo, like we fuck with each other. Like, you know, like that's that's pretty cool. I think, you know, we're super blessed. And the third part of that is that so how we got into making music was that so after that, I think like after like a month or so of dating or just in general through hanging out we had a we just we would just write songs just for the heck of it and then little by little she showed me some songs that she had uh, that we still have in our set that or I don't think we play them anymore but like yeah. you know songs we still have the like they're recorded and stuff and they're just chilling but um yeah I just thinking I was, I was like hey man I was like we have like a little we have a few songs you know we could fill up like a 30 minute set or whatever I was like, would you like to start a band? You know, like no pressure, you know, just have fun with it. And like, you know, and like, and we both agreed that if this should ever, we were ever like hating each other, like we just stop, you know, completely. Um, or if we, you know, if we ever wanted to just go, get up and go do something else, we would totally like. You respect. always have to have that like important open dialogue because as creatives, like, you know, sometimes your mind changes or something else opens up and you have to just be kind of open to that and not be like, uh no you can't do that (laughs) so you have to always like uh, honor yourself and but yeah we've been creating now for like two or three years Mm -hmm. basically the length of our relationship yeah um that's so dope official but um yeah no we just really I feel like with the sound like there it's just it's you meet a lot of producers and but we just kind of click with the soundscapes Mm mm-hmm and I think the biggest thing too is that kind of like a, I feel like we've been really evolving because if you hear the music that we were writing three years ago, it's it's evolved from from that and into something different now. So I think it's something that the reason why I'm really excited to drop uh, the upcoming music is because it's it's kind of been an evolution, like you know, especially through playing live and um, like doing live shows, you know, and like and then like I get got with other people too, you know, but um, 
I really like this because like I have we have a real special connection with the music that we make. A lot of it has to do with uh, our experiences in life, you know. Um, like current, like one of the songs we just started writing recently is about a. I'll give it give you a little hint. It's like really cool, but it's about when Vettel crashed her car. Like when after a really long tired night, she blinked for a second and she woke up to basically madness. You know, it's like yeah. Um, <laughs> or or you know, a song like New Notion, which is about a you know, um, kind of coming to terms with who you are, that you're not perfect. And it's how sometimes the only thing that's stopping you is yourself. And, you know, and you, once you find that out, you kind of step aside and just allow the universe to like gift you and bless you, you know, which is an important lesson that took me a lot of years to learn. I always, you know, I felt like I had this mentality of like, oh, that's, my luck, you know, but really it was me who was not allowing all those gifts and things to flourish. And yeah, yeah. So I, I needed to write something like that for yeah. other people to understand yeah. and hopefully can relate to. I, I definitely, hear, I, I definitely hear a lot of like evolution um, in like where you've go, like formed just both as people and as artists. So like in, in terms of like the evolution, starting again at the beginning, what was the first thing that each of you did musically? Like the first time you like wrote a line, hummed a note, like spit a bar. What was like the first thing that you remember like doing that was musical? For me, I think the first real thing where like legit I created was when in middle school, I uh, started playing saxophone in the, in the middle school band. And um, I remember us and a couple homies because we really liked playing. We would like stay during lunch and we'd like, make beats together like the homie would jump chop on the drum set the other home uh this dude that i know um brandon phillips he's, he's gone on to become like an amazing horn player you know tours with everybody and um but that's where that's where it all started like we started composing our own little songs and all that i remember for like our first recital we got we got to perform our own compositions you know which was really cool and that's kind of where that's where everything started and um it was ever since that's kind of, that's definitely where i was i've always loved music like yeah. hearing it throughout my life like growing up even as a kid there was something that like hearing especially in LA especially before the you know the internet could get you everything I was like hearing like grunge music and hearing rap hearing R&B and funk music you know all throughout LA and like it's just something that like I always gravitate you know you could I just always gravitated you know and, like it, I don't know it's something that I always felt a really powerful connection with hearing like music you know live and and records and you know, it would take me to places, you know, like, I just remember, like, sometimes listening to songs so loud and just being on repeat and just playing with my imagination in my room, you know, like, but. Yeah, that's hella dope. What about you, Vero? Um, definitely, like, similar situation. I feel like I was forced to, like, sing in, like, a elementary school, like, sound of music thing, but I feel I started creating I always, so like my favorite pastime was just like closing my door when I was a kid and just like dancing around or singing around. And um, I, I weirdly like got a song in my dream one time and I wrote that down as a kid and I still have a notebook and this, I still remember the song, but um, so that was the thing, but um, I, I've always known that I wanted to perform and then I, I did that as a kid, but creating my own stuff, I feel like that took some time in my adult years to like take the leap and um, to do it myself because I was more of a, I was a theater kid. 
Um, so when I turned probably like 22, I took some acid. I hope I can say that. You and can say I that. Was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm a creative person. I didn't realize this. Like maybe that's why I've been upset is because I've been singing other people's content and doing all of these things. And it just really inspired me to buy a couple of vintage drum machines and I got a little keyboard and um, yeah, that's uh, when, I, and oh, I was co collecting cassette tapes at the time too. And uh, Janet Jackson's, uh, what's that? Uh, Control, that Control album is like one of my favorites. And so that kind of inspired me to write my own music. So uh, it started when I was a kid and then, yeah, the but the real like hit of it was definitely when I was like in my early twenties. That's hella cool. And yeah. okay. So I want to, I want to, keeping this kind of time frame of when y'all were most forming your musical ideas and identities so I think of like the tween era like when you're like 13 14 you think you know the most like the coolest shit on the planet your your music oh, taste man. is unparalleled so at, at the age of 13 14 what was the artist that that nobody could tell you wasn't the god's gift to music like the artist I mean, Best artist to ever make music. Nobody could tell you nothing. Who was that artist for you? Oh, bro, um, rough, man. All right, Danny, if you're ready, you could go. Oh, dude. I remember I was a really big fan of Blink-182. definitely like I was like all the all the small things like all the like oh my god yeah, I remember I think when I was 13 I got called a poser because I was going through a little phase I was going like I was going from my like wearing my velour suits to starting to wear like hot topic stuff oh and I was like hella into no doubt the tragic kingdom album What a time. Yeah, Tragic yeah. Kingdom was my shit at the time. I mean, Blink-182 is still tight, but... <laughs> yeah, no shame. No shame, I'm not, no shame. Went from me, like 3LW but... to, to No Doubt in two seconds. Hey, that, that's, the, I think, also the funniest thing about, like, that age is how quickly your musical taste can change and be yeah. so deep in it, like, oh, this is the shit. Yeah, like, I was like, this is hard. Yes. <laughs> like they speaking they spitting right now yeah. this is the one it's funny because at that time i remember kids are so mean it's like you can only pick one yeah. one thing and i was so not that uh, i was so versed i love all kinds of music but yeah. i had to pick our fools would be like you're either a k-rocker yeah. hip-hopper and i was like yeah. but i like but both i, like at all. I like <laughs> both like, you're a poser yeah. Veronica, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah man and i think mm -hmm. Like, especially, like, a, around that time, too, like, that's, like, I just, you know, I, got, I really got into rock music and heavy metal music because I, I found a Metallica album. And the average person won't know this, but I'm a diehard Metallica fan, like, super big fan. Like, so I loved that, right? And then... My metal, my rock homies would clown on me because I would listen to like R&B, like, like I like Amory or something like that, you know. And this is because I, I remember that song. Oh, one, I love when one thing dropped, I was like, yes. Yo, one thing that was yes. joy, yo.
I was like 15, like I remember bumping I was this song's type of my homies would clown on me because you guys are tough metal guys, you know, and they're like, and what, what are you listening to, man? Like, what the hell is that? You know, I'm just like, it's tight, you know, like I was I loved rock and roll and I love anything heavy and, and brutal, but I also love melody and like and like I said, because I think as a as a as I guess this starting off playing sax and then I got into guitar and then I was just hearing different types of music, hearing harmony and how deep it it goes, man is what blew my mind and um I guess our friends put me on with jazz and blues and I was like whoa I was like people are doing this stuff like this and this is you know so I think yeah. that I think that's it, the dopest thing about the music that y'all make too like you can be a fan of of like R&B music and be like oh I fuck with this you could be a fan of metal you could be a fan of hip-hop you could be a fan of funk yeah. um or, or of genres that bend all of those things and be like oh introverted funk is like this 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 shit is cool right like you like you're not like you're not afraid of this like poser label like you have to do one thing and that's the thing that you do yeah we went through yeah. that as kids so now we're like as an adult if somebody says i gotta pick one genre we're like nah. and, and you know what's like, funny nah, nah. that an influential thing too is that uh uh sammy shout out to sammy i remember shout out to my brother <laughs> this fool would like download music at our house so he would download like r&b and like and all types of hip-hop and like and it would just be left there on the computer. So me and Dre, and Dre knows this, so he, he can confirm this too. So like our computer just became a conglomerate of like all types of music, you that's know? Right. So like, so that's all oh, yeah. like, we like, yeah, we'd be like, we'd have on the computer and like we'd be bumping that and it's just, so yeah. But I, yeah, but 13, I was definitely, yeah. I, this before like I was like, cause you know, you're so insular as a 13 year old, 12 yeah, year old. like Mariah Carey. You think you know it all. Yeah. No, you do know it all. Like, there's no other answer. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you know it all. You're just like, I'm th- I seen it all. Like, you know, yeah. I've been and, on the block, my block, you know, and that was it. And, and going back to the music, like, downloaded on your computer, like, I was, that was, like, literally, like, also part of my musical journey. Like, you know, so for people <laughs> listening, like, me and Danny grew up across the street from each other. Me and Danny's brother, um, Andre, like, best friends growing up. So like I'd be over at the house that was like LimeWire era where you're like downloading your, you know, you got your disc ready. You got like you're putting on your iTunes and like your uh, iPod and stuff. So that was like definitely an era of like getting to hear like a lot of different music and like just being like in the zone and like, oh, like I'm hearing p- other people's taste and like, oh, this shit is cool, too. Like, I'm gonna throw that on. Like I wasn't allowed to have LimeWire, so I would get my music from my brother's like girlfriends up there ex-girlfriends now but like it's just super funny who like were the people that influenced your music taste you know and they have no idea that they were the ones that like their girlfriends were so different like one of his girlfriends loved like system of the down and had like all like a bunch of rock music on her ipod and then my other brother's girlfriend had like she put me on to mariah carey so it's crazy because they're so different but they hell of influenced your upbringing with music hell yeah like, that was yeah. Such an era. for real like, there's and then you had to burn cds oh yeah man. it was a process yeah. Burning the CD. <laughs> yeah. that was crazy buying cds too that was crazy. yeah yo you had to be ready to get your music yep. okay all right so so we went from this like kind of you know we, we started with 2020 we went back to introverted funk and how you started then to like you know around those like formative years of or forming forming your music Let's, all right, so briefly about when you first started making music, can you remember a song or an artist 
that you heard and you're like god damn it why are they so good like you like you heard it that it like a song or art is so good that it almost make you upset that you hadn't yet gotten to that point uh, in your artistry i feel this is almost every day man from like the metal like progressive stuff there's this math rock band that i like terra mellows that i always felt blew my mind <laughs> They're from Sacramento. Uh, Metallica, obviously. Um, Terrace Martin. Like anything he's produced that he's put his hands on in the last 20 years, man, like it's amazing. It's funny because I don't really listen to music and be like, it makes me want to quit. It's more like, I feel more like I hear that's that. <laughs> yeah. I want to do that. Oh, like, that's good. I feel sometimes like, man, well, because my, okay, so mine was when I was started collecting cassette tapes and I had a Prince tape, per, like, and I was just like, this fool is insane. <laughs> yeah, I could Prince. never, like, he is it, you know, like. Prince is the goal. Why do we scream at each other? This is what it sounds like. That is goat right there. And so, yeah, that's a little disheartening to be like, I'm never going to be like Prince. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's also a good standard to set. Like, yeah. if you fall short of Prince, like, you're somewhere. I'm like you, 20 you already. And I was like, at 18, this fool, like, composes first album that yeah, was played every, instrument. every instrument. Like, 20 <laughs> instruments on the yeah, album. played every instrument yeah. on that album. Only, only for you. I think it's about. Yeah, so, but he just, but, yeah, that album, I would. I would play that cassette I, to the point where it literally just gave out and it was super, I was super sad about it because then he passed and I was like, I'm never going to get that cassette yeah. tape for the price that I get it, did. I think I got it for like $2. Um, but I played that out. Mm. And so, yeah, it was like Prince, Janet Jackson for me. And um, the band that like really like, was like, oh, I'm really going to start writing music. It was like, I was on a trip to the bay and somebody played little dragon for me and i was like yo i really want to write music like they're super tight Ritual, unions, got me in trouble again. I was definitely those people for me were people that were like fueling me you know um mm. yeah like, I, like for me like i'm always but like the prince one was definitely like yeah, you know, yeah, I gotta I let that one go. Yeah, I gotta chill. <laughs> no, that one was, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was rough. When I did find out he wrote and produced everything, I was like, dang. I was like, he was really doing that. I was like, wow. And this is like at a time before, like, because recording has changed in the last 40, he 50 plays, years. He plays, he dances. So you have to play, you have to play everything in, on tape in a certain order, you know, where I was like, no, nah, you can just go here, go there, go there, and then puzzle it all together. Um, but at the time, just like just understanding how recording went, like it, it was, it's insane. Yeah, um, genius shit. Like, but yeah, yeah. Genius, I've, de genius. I've definitely been yeah. more on the like tip of like, if they could do it, I could do it. Like, I'm like, I can mm. learn how to do it, and yeah. I think that's more of like how I, I try to approach music. That like, it, I see it as very inspiring, and like, and I try to capture mm. those vibes, the language that they use. You know, like, 
when I'm trying to try to recreate it or, or be inspired by it, you know. Yeah, so. it's true though. Like we yep. have met musicians that like started playing their instrument in their twenties, and they're like it's been like four or five years, and they're like phenomenal, phenomenal. So yeah. never feel like yeah. it's too late, you know. Mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna definitely talk more about your own music, and uh, in doing that, we're gonna play a little game. So the game is called the Ox Test. All right, so I'm gonna give you a scenario. You're going to tell me what song by Introverted Funk we should play on the aux at that time. Because I think the the most critical moment in anyone's life is when an aux chord is handed to them and they have the responsibility of selecting the sound, right? Like, like what's, 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 what could be more, you know, life or death than that situation, right? So <laughs> in this, in this situation, you are advising someone who they, they've, like the only thing they got on the aux is introverted funk. So you got to be very selective with which song, which song you choose for these particular scenarios. Okay. So y'all ready for this? Yes. Uh-huh. All right, let's do it. Okay. So um, what introverted funk song should be played on a first date? Locked in. Locked in. Locked in? That's, that's a. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Sounds like a that's setup. Fast. <laughs> Trying to smash on the first date, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good track it's very it's very uh forward <laughs> hey you know it's you know it's it's 2020 we don't know we don't know what the world's don't gonna look like in 21 yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to dip in on the first date man uh, <laughs> i'll just go with that all right so if, if you're forward play locked in on the first yes. date and then after you mention each song i'll play a little clip okay. um so so right now we'll play locked in We'll start with the sweet talk We ain't got nowhere to be You and me Just you and me Whisper in my ear Tell me what I wanna hear Before we always had to Okay, alright, what, what song do you play um, when you make first contact with extraterrestrials, it's gonna have to be our uh, the track we're releasing on Monday. It's called Shinichiro. I guess we're we're hell of uh, anime inspired and like, and that director too. He's like he does a lot of really cool stuff with like uh, with space and like you know those themes and kind of like you know. And so I'm I'm gonna say Shinichiro. That would be the one. Like hello aliens, let me play you. Let me play you some bangers real quick. <laughs> Yeah, if they're gonna after they hear that, they're like, all right, all right, we we cool with this planet. Let's let's get it. All right, so <laughs> let's play Shinichiro. We heard this song. We were about to just take over and take all your people, you know, and take all your resources. Like, <laughs> like you know what? We're gonna chill out like, now. Now that I heard <laughs> the song, cool like y'all are cool, bro. Be cool, man. Taking us back to when we were around 13 years old, what song would you play for your 13-year-old selves? My 13-year-old self? JK? Or... Yeah, JK. Because yeah. I, I, I think uh, for us, it'll be JK. Um, that's a song where I think that, like, don't take yourself so seriously, man. And, like, 
kind of live in the moment and enjoy it, you know? And yeah. I, I feel like that one would be really cool. Yeah. JK. All right, let's do it. Let's play JK. Call me when it's over. I won't change my grind. Okay, and last but not least, what song needs a dope video? So we have a we have a dope video for New Notion, but what's what's a song that you're like, oh, like I've I've got some this shit will look cool visually. The Pink Line, <laughs> it's a track that we uh, wrote in Chicago, but yeah, I just want visually. I see it with like we're inside a subway, but it like has a bunch of like VFX like in the background. So like other things are like in the sub. I don't know. That's just what I see. So yeah. Hell yeah. Any any visual effects artists that are listening? Cause we know there are plenty, you know, we just, we're, we're so huge now. There's like, <laughs> you know, um, of our 4 million listeners, one of y'all is a VFX artist. Um, so, you know, collaborate with uh, Introverted Funk or if you just got some money to sponsor the video, you know, do that. <laughs> Minimized production costs are always, always welcome. Yes, let's get it. All right, we're going to play Pink Line now. Okay, so um, we've we've played a few songs, um, and I want to just like um, kind of to start wrapping things up. Um, talk to me about what's coming up for Introverted Funk and what people can you know be able to to check out and look forward to. So we're gonna be well. I think when this airs, we've already released our our track Shinichiro, um, and then we're gonna be releasing Pink Line uh, by the end of the year. Uh, we have way. We have a lot more songs that are just that kind of need to be wrapped up. And um, so we'll have two songs by the end of the year, hopefully another video coming out. And what, anything else that you can think of? Uh, I think officially we're going to be putting together an EP for 2021. So that's hopefully note. we'll see. We, so always, it's, it's we so always say that and then that, that doesn't happen. But we're, we're, we are writing and we're our, we are going to be releasing more, more stuff and not like hoarding our music so much. Yeah, so I, I mean, I do like we do have enough content to put out, to put out an EP. So yeah, I'm definitely more merch. Um, yeah, more just more content. That'll be the main thing, and then hopefully once the. Oh, I definitely we're gonna be doing some uh more like live YouTube videos. That's something that's definitely in the work. Oh, word. So yeah, we've been corroborating with a couple friends to kind of help uh transform our living room because that's where it's at so pre-covid that's where i'd rehearse all the time um so we're going to try to transform that into something where we can kind of do some live streams every 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 now and then because i just i just think the only thing about covid is that it's taken the fun out of like experiencing a live show like i know that you can get great audio and like visual and like but it's not the same as being there like yeah every even artists like we, we saw nick hakeem's live stream it was beautiful but man i would have killed to be in that room like yeah. just hearing everything so subscribe to our youtube channel because i feel like that's where we're going to be releasing uh, the mm -hmm. most of our content and that's just good to do that for other artists because that's how you can make some money 
for sure. Can you tell us the, the name of your YouTube channel? It's Introverted Funk. All Introverted right. Funk. And then be on the lookout on um, me, like as myself, uh, PB Piano Black. I'm going to just be releasing some remixes um, and just kind of just, you know, make some electronic music that I just really want to combine. It's going to like gonna be house and dance influence and um, kind of combining Violet Funk and stuff like that. So just kind of just stay, like I said, it's more of on the, um, just putting out stuff and like collaborating with other friends and, and it's really oh yeah and that's another thing too is that it's definitely been a productive year with collaborations yeah i have some so. uh some collabs coming out too hopefully hopefully yeah. when they do <laughs> hell yeah so we're, we're looking forward to all of that stuff let us know where can we listen to like anything introverted funk or anything that you're doing individually what are where can you find your music and what what should we look up um our instagram is at introverted funk we do have a Twitter. We're not actively present on there, but that's what we're going to be trying to be. It's also at Introverted Funk. Um, YouTube as well, Introverted Funk. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Tidal. We're on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Anywhere else? Anywhere where pretty much music streams, SoundCloud. Yeah. Oh, yeah, SoundCloud. Um, we, we sometimes will put like our demos on SoundCloud. So, like some of the songs that we talked about will be on SoundCloud and not anywhere else um that's something that we will do too because um we don't plan to put everything on spotify so we're gonna uh we're gonna be uh, placing songs on soundcloud for just uh, just for exclusive content just so that it's only there only you can get it there um so uh, yeah and then our our website is not up right now but i am working on it so that'll be coming up and it's the same introverted funk super easy (laughs) and then uh piano black you can just look that up on Bandcamp. that's where i'm gonna release all that um, yeah, I'll just be selling mixtapes, sing- mixtapes, and mixtape singles. Um, and just that a piano black. I mean, a uh, bandcamp.com slash piano black and P A N E O B L A C. Hell yeah! Um, so you know, I'm already fan. I-, I hope that we make some more fans throughout this show. Um, and you know, I also just want to ask. You know, for the-, the my last question will be a song to take us out. Um, so, and in a second, you'll give me a song. But, you know, any any last thoughts, any last things you just want to, you know, say and mention um, anything that, you know, is on your on your hearts, on your minds. Um, now's the time to let people know anything that they can check out related to introverted funk. Stay positive. Stay hungry. Don't give up. Don't give up is the main thing. Yeah. yeah Keep the fight going. Stay informed. Like vote locally. It's imperative. Take care of attention. the neighborhood. Take yeah. care of your neighborhood. I'm going to say this shit right now. Don't sell your grandma's house. It's imperative. For real. Fuck the presidency. I'm going to say this. I'm sorry. Just fuck Biden. No, no, no no apologies. I'm sorry. (laughs) I fuck them both. Just take care of your hood. Take care of your neighborhood, man. Buy locally. Support, support the neighborhood, man. Fucking don't, we can't let them sell the Crenshaw Mall. And then take care of where you live. And I think that we can all start with that. I think we can definitely build star communities and grow from there. You know, like I feel like we have to start here first because we haven't really been paying attention to where we're at right now, and then we can, you know, grow and help everybody. So, absolutely. Oh, last thing, learn about the financial the financial markets here in the world, and the securities markets. Yes, it's talking about stocks and bitcoins and futures. We have to, and that's but that's for common. right, right. Invest. But invest, learn, and I think because uh, something that I'm doing right now too is that I'm I'm getting into that. But yeah, man, take care of the neighborhood, take care of the hood, man. If right. you're for a park, go support Simply Wholesome, man. 
that's where that's where we love to go eat it's where we definitely like to go shop locally hell yeah invest in you invest in your hood invest in your homies and with that let us know introverted funk vero pb what song y'all want to um take us out to it has to be our song or it can be somebody else's you know i'll leave it up to you because i've been uh the song that's on my my uh it's a Thundercat song. It's just always in my head. I just want to party with you. Funny thing by Thundercat. All right. So that's going to be the track that takes us out. That was the episode. This was the Homies Make Music with Introverted Funk. Thank you all for listening. I'm Soft Spoken. Introverted Funk. <laughs> We're Introverted Funk. <laughs> yes. And this is Funny Thing by Thundercat. Thanks for listening. Enjoy.